welcome to another episode of Talking Shift. This podcast is a place for people to acquire knowledge of spirituality, or as I like to call it, our evolution. We talk about everything from spirits, psychics, the Galactic Federation, the Intergalactic Federation, channeling, spirituality, like all the things, starseeds, earth angels, healing, but my favorite, the ups and downs of being in these damn meat suits. Some of the shows you're going to be stuck with me, Diamond, as your host, and others are going to have my co-host, Alicia, or other various healers and wisdom sharers as we connect and we chat about our journeys, our experiences, and many discoveries we've had moving through our human and spiritual lives. We'll share some practices, tools that we've learned to help you shift your reality. We're all in this together, right? I would love for you to join us on our journey as we share and connect with others and create a space of acceptance and empowerment. We are brave, we are bold, we are raw, and we are very real. We'd love for you to join the conversation. Feel free to reach out at our email, reachout at diamondno.com or connect with us on our socials. TikTok is diamond.no and Facebook and Instagram are both diamondno. And oh, as in, nope. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Hey, gang. So I'm here today again with Sarah Rose, my Hello. spiritual advisor and master <laughs> circle holder person, space yes. creator. God, extraordinaire. <laughs> I get way too jazzed over this. Today, we are going to be talking about something really awesome that, again, like, I wish I had these tools when my children were children, yeah. right? Like, they're grownups now. So what is the topic that we're going to talk about today, Sarah Rose? We are going to talk about living through intuition, mm. which is basically, you know, um, how you taught us how to, so I'm going to have you talk about that in a second, but how to really listen to yourself and what brings you joy and creating and deciding on decisions within your life based on that. A hundred percent. So let's talk about the why first, because okay. this is an interesting thing. When I work with clients, and I know you're going to touch on this, so, but when we, when I work with clients one-on-one, -on -one, right? So the first thing I always get when it comes to activating intuition or moving into intuition is how do I tell the difference between my ego self, my human, and my actual soul. That's the big one right there. So we've got a really cool test for that, which is super simple. And then the other piece that I get about that is why? Why do I need to choose joy? Because you know me, I'm all about, if it does not serve you, say no. Like yeah. move aside, not doing it. I'm all about my boundaries. So why do we want to do this? Why do we want to live from this heart-centered space? Why do we want to listen to that intuition and navigate and teach that to our children? Yeah. Because your children, I'm very certain, will be like, oh, my intuition's telling me that right now is not the right time to clean my room, mom. <laughs> I see that with a lot of the kids it. that I've yeah. worked with. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the why first. And then let's dissect this because this is such a juicy topic for me. Yeah. So the why. We are energetic beings. We have an electromagnetic field. Everything does. It is your aura. I call it your vortex. When we are filling our bucket by seeking joy, 
by seeking connection, by seeking love, we are raising our vibration. And the more we raise our vibration, the more we connect into that internal compass, that this is my direction in life. And F man, if someone told me that when I was like 12, do you know how many careers I would have saved myself? Yeah. Or how how many many boyfriends I would have tried? And how many boyfriends I would have saved myself? Like yes. what? Like it, like I was a hot mess in my twenties, man. Cause I didn't know the difference between my ego self and my right. soul space. Like I got into a lot of conflict, internal conflict, right? External right. conflict. But anyway, it was, for, so for me, if I had learned how to tap into that, I would have arrived into this fulfilling experience that I'm now having. And imagine a world like this is my biggest passion. Imagine a world where our children get to awaken, get to understand, get to hear their own compass before they hit adulthood. Right. Like think about the freedom that you're going to save your child and the life that they're going to explore and the alignment they're going to have. Like, please, please pay attention to this podcast because it's so important. Mm -hmm. And. I like how you said like compass because like, like you said, like you wish that you would have known that before. And so do I, because I always feel like, you know, you're always searching, like Mm -hmm. you're not in the present moment. You're always searching for the next thing that's going to fulfill you. And then when you think about your past, does that fulfill you? And then you get into this state of, you know, why are we, why are we looking inwards? Why are we trying to raise our vibration? well, why are you sitting here listening to the podcast? (laughs) Because, you know, uh, you're not feeling, you're not feeling good. Uh, Maybe you're feeling resentful or angry or impatient, or you're feeling depressed. Like there are things alone. I have so many clients that feel alone right now. Right. And Mm. okay. So you've, you've come to this point in your life and you're recognizing that you are alone, that you feel empty. So what is it that is going to bring that back within you? It's not necessarily going to be somebody else that brings that fulfillment. They might help with it, but you need to find it within yourself. And in order to find that, you kind of have to start doing that deep dive into what's Mm -hmm. really bringing you joy right now. Yep. I talk about in my program, moving from survive to thrive. So there's currently two levels that are being recorded. So they're going to be up really soon, which is really awesome and exciting. But in that program, we talk about in in level one, why we fill our bucket, you know, and if your life was meant to be a bucket filled with gold coins, energetic coins, yeah, how full is it right now? Because I want it to be overflowing. I want you to leave your shit everywhere you go. I want you to walk into a room and be like, you're welcome. Here I am. I am overflowing. (laughs) Like, I want that so bad for my brothers and sisters. Like, so passionate about this. So let's tap into this living through intuition piece and how to really navigate that. My first step, one, I want every single soul to realize that you are a highly intuitive creature already. Yeah, It's already there. I want you to normalize that for your children. Teach them that gut feeling, that intuition. This is your internal compass. What is your inside compass saying? Where does it want to go? What makes you feel great? What makes you not feel great? Let's navigate from that truth. 
and normalize it across the board. Yes, you have an internal compass, my love. Yeah. Let's figure out how to use that. Yes. That's like step one. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, like finding the answers within yourself and not outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're constantly asking for that advice or somebody else's opinion, yes, they. It, it's great to have different perspectives, but in the end, you might follow that advice or that opinion and then cause a disalignment within yourself. And then you no longer like that decision. Like you don't, you don't like what you're living right now. So really finding that inwards again, like you said, like that compass and with the kids, my kid goes to school, you know, um, and they kind of talk about their feelings, but it's very much like, okay, well, you're angry, but like, let's get over that. Right. So Mm. instead of saying like, okay, why though? Like, again, under it. Exactly. And rightfully so, you know, there's 18 to 30 kids in a classroom. So a teacher is not going to sit there and do that. And they're really just taught to mm-hmm. go from a manual on, mm-hmm. you know, I curriculum. Feel so, I feel so like, I can't imagine the challenges of being an educator. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine. That's a whole right? other topic. Like yes, all the praise in the world for dealing with other people's brats. Yes. Like, oh my God. I saw this post that said like, cause we, it's September, right? So all the kids right. going back to school and I saw this post that made me bust. So here's, here's the inside of the dive. Okay. I love kids. I work with kids, but I saw this post that said, my Facebook feed is full of everybody going back to school. Susan, I don't want to see pictures of your crotch goblin. <laughs> and I was like, ah. <laughs> but yeah so anyways that's a side note I thought it was yes. epic funny but let's get back into with us so right. when we we have to do it first right yes well that's and the thing right set the example for our children and teach our children as we are developing and learning right so let's yeah. talk about the grown-up first right so when we all have our intuition everybody is a highly intuitive creature I am a generational psychic that's like yeah. the maximum. I would not wish that on anyone. Let me tell you. And what my daughter's going through right now. So she's in Ireland, right? So yeah. she's been, she, my daughter's very, 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 very intuitive, but holds it back. And because it's kind of like, oh, mom was like this hippie spiritual when I was growing up. And her dad's very, very, very religious. So she had a hard time kind of navigating what right. hers was. And so here's this about to be 24 year old young woman now landing in Ireland going to all the pubs and meeting people and drinking. So she starts to have a drink in the pub and she's like, oh, and she just starts reading people. So now she's known in the whole community as the witchy psychic for the first oh time. I'm like, I can't tell you how proud I am. All right? <laughs> I'm like, way to go. But she blew it open. And, yeah, there, and I was like talking to her on the phone. I'm like, there is no going back. Like once you blow it open, Right. So there's a big difference between being like generational psychic. Yes. You can develop that. Yeah. You could a hundred percent develop any Claire that you want, whether it's clairvoyant, audience, clarescent, like you can develop these things. So it starts with listening to the intuition and I keep beating around this. Oh my God, let's get to the stepping stones. Right. All right. (laughs) So what do you want to bring to the table? Let's, let's talk about the first initial um, connection to your intuition and how that feels. Mm-hmm. And I know you have like a perfect, um, perfect example for this. Perfect, the perfect little sway test. Yes. It's yeah. so great. Okay. So your body, we have four bodies. We have our physical, our emotional, our mental, and our spiritual body. 
Okay, all four of those are connected into your intuition. So your intuition is going to display itself through one of those four bodies. So a really great way to start to discover your yes and your no. So let's just start with yes or no, that check-in space, right? So what I want you to do is I just want you to put your feet on the ground and I want you to center yourself. First things first, as always, relax the diaphragm, then relax the collarbone and start to breathe deep. And I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about something that you love. So it can be a person, a place, a thing. For me, it's my glass of red wine at the end of the night. What is that thing that you love? And I want you to just envision it. I want you to let it take over you. Now, two things are gonna to start to happen. One of two things, or both. Your body might sway either front or back, or you're gonna feel it resonating somewhere in your body. So with your eyes closed, stay focused on that thing that you love, and now start to scan your body. Where is it sitting? Mine sits right in my stomach and it just feels like expansion almost. Like, ah, so that's your yes. Now we're gonna wipe that away. We're gonna do the opposite. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about your most cringiest moment ever. The cringiest moment you've ever had. So I want you to like really bring that to mind. Mine is this one time I tried to show off with a high kick and I ended up knocking out my other foot and landing on my back <laughs> and actually knocking the air out of myself, like the window to myself in front of like 40 people because I was showing off, okay? So there's my cringy moments. What's your cringy moment? So I want you to bring those achy feelings forward. And then what's your body doing? Is it swaying? Do you feel it in a particular way? You might feel it in the same spot, just a different sensation. That is your no. So practice this. You have to become very familiar with it and train your body to immediately offer it to you, to bring it to the surface for you. So the more you play with that, the quicker it's going to happen. The other thing, you can use a pendulum. You can use a deck of cards. Yes. The so cards. I, I just use like a normal deck of cards, like playing cards. And um, so I like I take out all the numbers. And then so there's queen, jack, king, and ace. Okay. And so I'll write yes on the red ones and no on the black ones. And then I'll just shuffle. And yes or no will come out. So you can play okay. with those are like little tips. Yeah, or you can use sticky notes, flip them right. around. I don't know, like <laughs> like that. You can do anything, right? So it's identifying how does a yes or a no feel for me, right? You know, I remember when I first started, I never went anywhere without a necklace, and I would be <laughs> in my office back in the corporate days, um, in my office, I like, take off my necklace and I'd be like, is it yes or is it no? Like chronic, right? Just let your body tell you. It's so much better yeah. if you can let one of those four bodies bring it forward, but there is lots of other tools. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I like doing that one. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It took me a long time to trust it. Yes. The other piece too, right? Yeah. We get so passionate and our intuition knows what's right, but our ego self are human. Exactly. Oh, it just wants what it wants, right? Like, is this is, is this the guy I'm going to date forever? I remember doing that. Oh, you have no idea. Am I going to regret sleeping with him? <laughs> like, right? I remember chronic when it was like, love was the thing for me that I was really neurotic about. And this leads into the second point, which I know you're going to talk about, but I'll touch on. You have to figure out why is this the thing I'm trying to figure out? 
Yeah. Is this coming from a place of fear? Is it coming from a place of um, abandonment or wanting to be kept or wanting to be loved? In my case, I had a lot of abandonment in my life. So for me, it was like someone just keep me. This is before I understood filling my bucket. Yeah. Right. And kids who come from divorce, sorry, gang, there's going to be a little bit of abandonment. Yep. And And approval. Right. The approval. That was me. Mine was always approval, doing things to be approved by everybody else around me. But Mm -hmm. I didn't really approve of it. Like it didn't register for me at all. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was always like, why am I not feeling fulfilled? Why am I always feeling like, uh, as opposed to like radiant and bright and doing things that I love to do and like following the things that I love to do. Um, it's okay. So for example, on Friday, um, it was like the last baseball game, uh, for Aaron. So he goes and plays baseball on Fridays. And I was like, do I really want to go? And I know instantly that I don't want to go because it lights up somewhere else in me. And I'm like, you know what I really want to do? Like, I just want to relax. So I was going to go. Wasn't listening to what I really wanted to do that night. And it ended up being that I stayed home. Something mm-hmm. happened, a situation happened, and I ended up staying home. And I was like, oh, so maybe next time I'll actually just trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's very much like it's, you have to, it's recognizing. So knowing yourself, getting to know yourself, and then getting to recognize when it's ego that's making you or having you make that decision or mm-hmm. making you step back and go, no, I don't think today is the right time. I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't do that. Right. So it's that fear. It's that ego. And it's like, if I do this, the judgment. So again, ego, am mm-hmm. I doing it out of, okay, I'm not, I'm deciding not to go this route because I'm going to be judged for it. Right. From other people. Um, and then kids are the same way. You know, they're doing a lot of things. They're taught to come from a place of approval. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because all they want to do is make sure that you're not gonna get mad or you're girl, not gonna be a good boy. Exactly. But you know, no, I just really don't like to read. So mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. fill my bucket. Mm-hmm. Or you know, playing soccer doesn't fill my bucket. Mm-hmm. One of the things um unknowingly intuitively that I did with my children was check in with your intuition, right? So when it came to family arriving or going to events or family leaving or whatever, you know, that come give me a hug, come give me a kiss. Uh, I never, I never did that with my kids. I was always like, if it feels right, if it doesn't just say no, thank you. Right. It's okay to say no, thank you. And if you're uncomfortable, just come stand beside mommy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's reading the people, right? Yeah. Well, and it's not even that physical affection is you're going right into submerging yourself fully in someone's electromagnetic field. True. If you don't like their energy, like what's that doing to yours? Right. Right. So that was one of the things unknowingly, intuitively that I did with my children. Because yeah. like you check in with yourself. If it doesn't feel good to you, it's okay. Right. And I remember like not wanting to do that as a kid, but it's like, okay, well, how disrespectful are you not to do that? And, you know, like you're not showing the other person how much you love them by giving them that hug and showing them that you care for them. And it's like, you don't like it, it almost like crosses that boundary. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 That intuition, following intuition leads yes. to having to learn boundaries. So we should probably yes. do a podcast on that. We should. <laughs> 
setting those boundaries um because they're so important right um and I like yeah it's so cute when you teach like I work with but you and I both work with a lot of kids with the nightlight program right and you know teaching them boundaries I'll get messages from the moms or dads being like so no thank you is being used across the board right now like it's time to go to bed no thank you no thank you you've got to eat your vegetables no thank you right um which is hilarious so a quick little tip on that. So as you're exploring intuition, because your children are going to, I promise you, I do it all. Like, I don't care. If I don't want to do something, I'm like, oh, it isn't feeling right. Right? So you, right. I know I know your babies are going to do it. And we work with a lot of kids. We know this. So as you're teaching them their intuition, you're teaching them to check in with like what feels right, what doesn't feel right. And they're developing these boundaries and starting to say, no, thank you. Here's a little tip with all children, empower your children to feel that they have control. One of the biggest things that I see across the board in um, long-term residue in the ego self or in um, not setting boundaries or um, life is the fear of lack of control. And if we don't feel that we have control of an outcome, it puts us into fight flight response right yep it can and so I see this energy that's like gone on and on and on through generations or through the aging or the development of you know youth to teenage to adulthood and even a lot of my grown-ups are big fear of lack of control so when it comes to helping your child with intuition and they're starting to find that and they're saying no thank you to things that don't feel right here's your solution when it's simply a ah, no thank you I don't really feel clean I really doesn't feel right you want to provide them what's called a witch statement. So which is better for you? Would you like to clean your room now? Or would you like to clean it in an hour? Which is better for you? It's bedtime. So do you want to brush your teeth first or get your pajamas on first? Right. Which is better for you? Do you want to eat your peas first or your chicken first? So we're going to be doing all of this. So what do you want to do first? Right. And it gives them a sense of ownership and it gives them the sensation of I'm being understood. Yep. Being valued. And I have control of the outcome. Yep. Right? You never want to spring something on any human. If someone no. came up to me and said, Oh, you got to go do this right now, I'd be like, Oh, who do you think? <laughs> That's a hard no for me. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So, as we're developing intuition within ourselves and with our children, which would be better for me right now? When it comes to the grown-up version where you get to make your own decisions, you got to take shame right out of the game. Once we start to put in shame, the intuition shuts down and the ego self takes over. So let's say you've got, oh, I really feel this pull to do this particular post, or I feel this pull to reach out to this person or whatever that be. And then if you get into, oh, I should do it now, or, oh, maybe I should do it later, or I should really do this first. Using should, you're guilting yourself. So when your ego is taking over and that compass can't be pulled through it. So you've got to slow down that shame game. So again, it comes back to that statement, that option statement, that which statement. Would I feel better if I did this right now? Connect in with yourself. If the answer is no, Awesome. Right. Don't do it. 
when would I feel better doing this? Today, tonight, tomorrow morning? And then make your decision. And when you make that decision, it clears up the ego. It lets the ego go, all right, I'll hold that for you. And then you can move back into listening to that compass, that intuitive space, right? But you got to take shame right out of the game. Right. You yeah. You got it. Yeah. It stops the overanalyzing and, you know, reaching out to like 10 other people to ask. <laughs> yeah. What should I do? I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, which is great because like you even said that you're like, if you have to ask outside of yourself and you have to ask other people, you kind of already know the answer. You already know. Yep. You already know. And your ego is looking for validation. You're, yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Let me just repeat yeah. that. You already know the yes. answer and your yeah. ego is looking for validation because it doesn't want to listen to the answer. Right. So if the ego doesn't want to listen to the answer, you need to go to your journal and you need to say, what am I afraid of? And then right. break that down. Break it down. Why am I afraid of letting this person go? Or why am I afraid of leaving this job? What am I afraid is going to happen? What does that make me feel? Why do I feel that? Where in my childhood did that start? And then you found what you need to work on. And that's why I love that you've taken over the Nightlight program. And I love that you're working with children. And I love that you're working with parents and supporting the children to not have to do it the hard way that we did. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the intuition, learning to set those boundaries, checking in with self. Imagine if like, I just take a moment and think to yourself. So reflect on like five-year-old you. If that little being had learned how to listen to their intuition and was allowed to, and was allowed to express boundaries, how much more liberated would five to now Oh my God, so liberated. Right? Yeah. Like the amount. I feel like I would be more creative, like just, yeah. I know. It took me until my 30s. Like I'm mid 40s. It took me until my 30s to really attain that level for myself. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm like, I'm not tooting my hair when I say this, but that's pretty advanced. You know, I work with people who don't get to that level until they're in their 40s or their 50s. Right. Right. Um, then now there's this whole wave of 20 somethings working with. I know. (laughs) We're just getting it. Like F yeah. So let's help the 12 year olds. Let's help the 10 year olds. Let's help the five year olds get it. hundred percent. So cool. So cool. Any other tips that you want to add into living through that intuitive space? Set yourself up for reminders, honestly. Um, like, are you living through that instead of, you know, because sometimes I like I catch myself doing it where I'm not living through that space and I'm living through that ego space. And it's like, oh, shit, like, you know, but mm-hmm. also don't give that judgment or don't shame yourself for recognizing that you're doing that. It's 100% what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. Like, you, guess what? you're never going to hundred percent be in your intuition. Right. Never, never, never a hundred percent. 
Like yep. I've been teaching this for 20 years. I have done so much deep healing and I will find myself pacing around my home being <laughs> like, okay, is it this or that? Okay. It's, and then running to my cards and being like, and as soon as I start shuffling my cards, I'm like, what am I doing? Oh my God. Yeah. Stop. It's like the moment fear kicks in. Yes. We are creatures of survival and your ego self, your human is your little alarm that says danger, 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 because it's here to help you survive. It's a beautiful yeah. tool. It's just recognizing when it's going a little off and being like, oh, hey, 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 yes. bringing us back out of the fear, connecting back into yourself. And then, okay, when you start to overanalyze something, Give, set yourself up to sit down and fully go through it. Yeah. So these little bits and pieces, sit down, go through the whole damn thing. Yeah. Dissect it, dissect it. Give your ego a feast, dissect it. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Are we done with this now? Okay. We can put this away. That's right. And I love that you even mentioned that because it's not going outside of yourself. You're mm -hmm. still connecting to yourself. You're still mm -hmm. listening to yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I'm a huge fan of having one or two souls that you trust right. that can be sounding horns or containers for you. But like, if you're posting it on social media, like, oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> or if you're messaging all your friends, yeah. I have one friend, I love her to a million pieces, who will message all of us separately. And then we'll all message each other and be like, hey, is Susan going at it again with you? And they're like, yes. I'm like, let's just throw her into a group. And we throw her into a group and we're like, listen, babe, this isn't, this isn't what we do, remember? Right. You can't seek across the board because all you're doing when you do that is you're enhancing your fear. So you're right. actually lowering your electromagnetic field. You're lowering your vibration and you're blocking yourself from what your actual truth of receiving is. Yes. So if you're putting it everywhere across the board, if you're putting it on social media, you're getting the whole world's empathy, sympathy, judgment. Like talk about fucking up your own energy and path. Yeah. The moment you throw, here's what I'm going through. Poor <laughs> me. But let me talk about what a justice seeker I am and how powerful I am, even though I've got all of these things, self-victimization, self-victimization, self-victimization. <laughs> the whole social media plane is looking and they're going to be like, oh my God, heart, care heart. Oh, we love you. Oh, you're so strong. But all they're really doing is adding to your chaos. Yeah. So then your electromagnetic field is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, becoming such a low vibration that it's going to feel impossible to move through it. Keep it, keep it in. Go to your bouncing board or the person who has your container and process it out if you don't want to do that in your journal. And then listen to your compass, right? Like it's such a game changer because your soul will always, always lead the way. I used to call it your GPS. I call it a compass now because I feel like it's more like, ah, oh, I don't know. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> like, ah, oh, due north, 
Um, yeah. but you used to call it your GPS, right? And I was like, yeah, it knows the way. And no matter how far off course you get, it's going to reroute you. And it's going to be annoying because it'll be like rerouting, do a U-turn, do a U-turn, do a pivot. U-turn. And then it'll be, yeah, pivot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it will over and over and over again and over and over. If you're anything like me, it never stopped rerouting. It was like, all right, listen up. (laughs) Like, I'm surprised it didn't like, you know, those memes with like the angels who are all like smoking a cigarette or whatever. They're like, what my spirit guides actually look like. Yeah. Like, what is this bitch doing now? (laughs) Like, why? But it's when we calm down that fear space. That is the most yeah. important, important part. I cannot express a stress, throw that at you enough. Yeah. To live through your intuition, you've got to get, uh, you got to get the fear under yeah. control and it's going to spike and it's going to like go crazy once in a while. Don't shame it. You're not going backwards. You're not unevolving. Exactly. You're being a human. You're very welcome yeah. to being human. Like it's okay. So calm down that fear. So that's your bouncing board friend, the one who's going to hold that container for you to just get it out. I have one of those. Often it's you, actually. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) dump this out. Your journal is a powerful tool for that. And then, okay, the ego will calm down. And then you're going to say, what am I afraid of? And then you're going to have a talk about that fear with yourself, which is so good to do in front of the mirror. Or you can yes. just write it in your journal, whatever feels better. Yep. And then you're going to navigate into and use an I am statement. I am willing to listen to my heart. Yep. I am willing to trust this physical sensation in this way. Yeah. I am willing. You don't have to say I am and here I go. Boom. Just I am willing to listen to my intuition. Yeah. I'm willing to seek clarity. I am willing to let fear go. And like an addict, this is with a real like wound clients. I'm saying that now and I love you all because if you're listening and you're like, oh, she did that with me. I must be wound. Sorry, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But when fear, when fear for myself too, right? I only come from like, I know what not to do. So when you're really stressed out, like an addict, you can take your fear and be like, we're going to process this in 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. And then you're just going to breathe and go about your emotions. Then your ego is going to bring it forward and be like, okay, we're going to process this at noon. And then at noon, you can decide, do I want to go back into that? Or do I want to process it at two or four or whatever? And so like an addict, you're just going to take it hour by hour, not day by day, because that's too much time for the ego. Yeah. Hour by hour. And then sit down and process either with a soul friend or with your journal let your ego be heard it'll calm the f down and then you move back into that intuition space right mm-hmm. so powerful i love that and teach that for your children too what are we afraid of yep my daughter had like nine journals nine like there, there was journals everywhere and you don't for your kids you can teach them to color you want to go to paper and color out what yes. your mind put it on paper what your mind what's your mind thinking about right now what is our mind worried about right now and it can be a messy abstract 
ego dump onto paper with crayons and color. It can be very detail oriented. It can just be a bunch of scribbles to get the anger out. Yep. And then say to your child, have your child be like, okay, that's awesome. So it's out of your mind now. Let's close the book. Let's go put it on the shelf. And then we're going to revisit it after dinner. And that yep. child will be like, oh, thank God. And then right. they're going to have clarity. And from then till dinner, they're going to be like, mom, do you think that so-and-so loves me? Ding, yep. found it. So it's, a, it's such a cool experiment, right? Yep, absolutely. Just taking the time. It doesn't take up more time and it doesn't take up more energy. It actually takes up less energy. It does. And, you yep. know, the way I see traditional parenting happening. <laughs> I'm not going to say mom's bad, but you know what I mean, right? Like, don't be stupid. How often do I hear that? Don't be stupid. Really? Don't cry. Yeah. Um, you're being silly. That's not a thing. What are you worried about? That's, that. no, that doesn't exist. Yeah. No, that's for me to worry about. It's like a dismissive. And so that problem keeps surfacing and the parent has to keep being dismissive. But if you just took that one first shot and said, okay, here, this piece of paper, whew, get it out. Yep. And then revisit it. You have saved yourself time and energy and you've actually effectively taught your child how to navigate through. And then they're going to communicate with you where it's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So cool. And I like how you taught, you touched on the fact that like, in order to do that, you yourself actually need to put that in practice. You first, always. Yeah. You have to set the example. Yeah. You have to live and breathe it. But you also have to become that vibration. Yes. And the moment that your electromagnetic field vibrates a particular way, everybody else in the house is going to slowly start to match you. So for all my ladies who are like, my husband isn't awakening and he's not listening and he's just always so negative and he just complains about money. Ladies, you shift, they shift. Yeah. Join the circle Thursdays. (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) Yes. For all the ladies whose husbands are or children are, let me tell you, Sarah's circles at 7 p.m. every Thursday. Oh, 7.30, right? 7.30. Yeah. 7.30. 7.30. Every yeah. Thursday, just powerful women coming together. And it's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful space. Yeah. And you can you can process out loud there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can be like, yeah. my partner, brah. Yeah. Get it out and <laughs> be supported. It's an incredible, exactly. incredible system. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet shit. Well, that was a great way to end our combo. That was good. Yeah. I just I like slipped that. right in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you tremendously. Again, yeah. we love your suggestions, your love letters. Oh my gosh, we get so much beautiful love mail. I love it. Yeah. Um, how many times did I say love right there? I could tell. Have a great day. Even like topics, like email us topics. Topics. Talk about. Yeah. 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 Or situations that you're going through with your family dynamic or yourself. Like you can do a dear shift talk or talking shift. Dear talking shift. Here's my problem. And you don't have to put your name and we will not share your name even if you do put your name. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Let's it's like a dear (laughs) Abby, but like real. Right. Okay, cool beans. All right, you can all right. find all of our info at diamondno.com, all our socials, email, everything's there. We look forward to connecting with you again. And until then, be brave, be bold, and be rock. Bye. Bye.